0: We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balaszewski says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balaszewski.
1: Hello, my friends. I'm so honored to be spending some of our day together here on Empower Radio and Journey to Center. You know, as I look around, I would say, there's some craziness and insanity on planet earth. And I have often said, we deserve our own respect and compassion for having the courage to say yes to this human experience. And though we may not remember it, I do believe being human is a choice. My personal intention since I was very young was to be a light worker and uplifter. But before I could really do that, I had to get my own ducks in a row. I needed to get on solid ground within myself. And as we journey to center, as we align, become congruent, heal and become whole, not does only life get better and make more sense for ourselves, we can then become an uplifter for others and perhaps all of humanity. Here's a quote from my wise and wonderful guest today. Humans are fast approaching a critical time in their development, and we must learn to expand our consciousness and reject the dark side before we self-destruct like some of Earth's civilizations in the past. However, before we can hope to help other humans make the shift, we must first get our own houses in order by learning to quiet our minds and live in the present moment, which will help us hear the messages we all get from spirit. So if you're ready to say yes to being a light worker, shift into a higher level of consciousness and bring more heaven to earth, you are in the right place here with me on Journey to Center and with my consciousness expert, Garnet Schulhauser. Garnet Garnet practiced corporate law for over 30 years in Calgary with two blue chip law firms. After he retired, he took to writing. In his first book, Dancing on a Stamp, which we talked about in our last show, Garnett recounts how his life changed dramatically one day when he was confronted on the street by a homeless man named Albert, who was actually a wise spirit in disguise. This seemingly chance encounter launched a provocative dialogue with Albert, who disclosed startling new truths about the cycle of reincarnation planet earth, the afterlife, and so much more. We talked about some of this on last week's episode, and if you haven't heard it, you may wanna check it out. It is really quite compelling. Today, we're here to talk about Garnet's second book, Dancing Forever with Spirit, where he shares more about his adventures with Albert, who is his tour guide as he visited the spirit side, peeked into the Akashic records, explored distant planets with fascinating life forms, and a human civilization that successfully made the shift to the new earth. Garnet's experiences gave him a deep understanding of where we fit in into the grand scheme of the universe. And we're so fortunate that he's here to share some of his profound wisdom, teachings, answers to our questions and learnings with us here today on Journey to Center. So Garnet, thank you for being back for another episode. Hi, Tammy.
0: Hi, Tammy. And thank you for inviting me back.
1: Oh yes, I just started reading your books and I thought, oh yeah, I'll do a show with him, but I started reading your books. I was like, I need to do several shows with Garnet. (laughs) So thank you, thank you, thank you for saying yes.
0: I'm delighted. The last show was just, uh, was great and uh, you had some great questions and I'm really looking forward to this show.
1: Yes, me as well. So I think in your first book, in our first show, we, we talked about some of the logistics about why we incarnate, what's going on on planet earth, what the heck is going on here. Your second um, book and your continued adventures with Albert was a little bit um, deeper. You went to, you went to um, visit some, um, the wise council, you visited some other planets and you really started to understand um, how we fit into the bigger picture. So I'm excited about getting some of your um, answers and wisdom about those experiences. So where would you like to start?
0: Well, in my second book, I, I, I describe my second set of encounters with Albert. The first one was sort of a he appeared physical in physical form as a homeless man, and then we had a dialogue that was basically carried on by telepathy. It was a, a, a question and answer session. And then he sort of disappeared from my life for a few weeks, and then he suddenly reappeared again in, in much different format. I was sleeping in bed and I woke up suddenly and I saw this ghost-like ethereal figure standing in the doorway of my bedroom, an apparition basically. And I didn't know what it was until it sort of moved closer to the foot of my bed. And I could see then it was my old friend Albert, but he was in astral form. And I said to him, you know, Albert, you know, what brings you here? And and he said, well, I'm here to sort of take you on, uh, uh, on a set of astral adventures to, to, to the spirit side, to other planets in the, our galaxy, to talk to people, wise people on the spirit side, because I want you to write about what you see and hear in your second book because he believed that a picture was worth a thousand words so rather mm-hmm. than just uh, answer uh, my questions he was going to show me things and so he did he literally reached out then and grabbed my astral hand pulled my astral body out of my physical body which was still lying asleep in my bed and he said come on and follow me and we rose up to the ceiling of my uh, my bedroom and up to the clouds and we went uh, eventually went through a shimmering doorway leading to the spirit side and so that was my very first astral adventure with Albert, uh, the first of many, they took me on and, and the, the first set were described in my second book, dancing forever with spirit.
1: Mm. I, um, did a little astral projection for a while. And it kind of scared me. <laughs> so you were very courageous to continue to do that, I think. And, and wow, did you get some profound, um, experiences and revelations by virtue of that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, and and it was all very carefully planned out by Albert. It was, uh, he had his own agenda. Uh, he, he didn't, it wasn't sort of like uh, me telling him I'd like to see this or that. It was sort of like come, you follow me and I've got something lined up for you. And it was all designed to give us uh, a lesson or or provide us a nugget of wisdom for everyone. And so that's, so it was really sort of not for my entertainment, but for my education and for, uh, in in order for me to be able to write about what I saw and hopefully uh, enlighten other people on our planet. So it was all very carefully orchestrated.
1: And that you um, allowed that to happen again, I think speaks of your courage and sincere um, desire and intention to learn and also be a light worker.
0: Oh, absolutely. And I was, I was very confident. I mean, I, I mean, it, it, for the first few seconds, I was a bit concerned about like sort of leaving my physical body. But Albert uh, was sort of holding me by the hand. I felt very comfortable with him because we'd had a, a long dialogue before that. So I was, uh, I was uh, in, in, it, my fear soon uh, dissipated and away we went, and I felt very comfortable with him no matter where he took me. As long as he's by my side and he was, I felt very comfortable. And I haven't been able to ask to travel without him. So it's just only when I'm with Albert that I've been able to do these trips. And, and I feel very comfortable with him as my tour guide.
1: Fascinating. I think I'm going to be asking for for some of those adventures myself with my tour guide. So I like how you're expanding my mind here. Um, so there's something I'd like to talk to you about. I, I often say what I've gotten during my meditations that we incarnate for three reasons. And I'm open to you expanding my my thoughts about this or filling in some gaps. Maybe I'm wrong. Um, I think we're here to clean up our karma, maybe on, be on the receiving end of anything we put out. We're here to learn the lessons of love, which really needs to start and end with with ourselves. And we're here to have a good time. But it's hard to have a good time, have great experiences if we haven't done some of the work with the first and second steps, the karma and the love. So what would Albert say to that?
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, one of the big lessons we have to learn here is as as I mentioned before, is that we have to learn to, to love, to fully embrace love and compassion, which means loving yourself unconditionally, loving other people and to love other people totally have to forgive them for all their, all the things they've done, uh, you know, contrary to to your wishes, all the transgressions. Uh, And and that's not easy to do, but that's really what the the, the big, the big main overriding challenge we have on our planet is to learn how to love. And that means, of course, getting rid of our negative emotions, stifling our anger, hate and fear, um, because the two can't live together. Uh, So as long as you have fear and hate and anger in your, in your, in your heart, love is being pushed to the side on the other hand if you fully embrace love you get rid of the negative emotion so that's really where we have to go Um, in terms of uh, our past karma uh, he says yeah it's 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 like a moral imperative that we have when we finish a life and we look back on on what we did and we have a life review sort of reviewing everything we've done the good and the bad you know if we end up with our a negative balance in terms of good and bad we as souls we feel a negative a, a moral imperative to come back and try to you know right the scales to try to even it out, and so that's why a lot of us keep on coming back. We don't have to. He says that we can always quit incarnating at any time, even if we have a negative karmic balance. But he says most souls don't do that. They just look at that as being a challenge. It's sort of like, okay, I'm in I'm, I'm in the red here. I, I really want to go back and try to get my 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 all of my lives into a, a, a positive balance, and that's why we keep on coming back. So it's so it certainly is a challenge. Uh, but, it, but it's not, a, it, it's not a, a, a law of the universe that says we have, we're, we're locked onto the wheel of karma until we get rid of our karma. He says we can leave any time we want to. We can decide to quit the Earth planet, go to another planet, or just stay in the spirit side. But most souls just feel that it's their duty to go back and try to uh, balance out their karma if they have a negative karma.
1: Yeah, um, you also talk about graduating graduating from her school, you saying we can just stop or is there something we can um, do to, because almost everybody I talk to is like, I'm not doing this again. I'm not doing this again. And I know Albert said that a lot of us say that while we're here. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's a very common reaction, and in fact, I often say that to my, I've said that to to myself, I said that to Albert, you know, Albert, I really don't want to come back, and he said, well, let's talk about this when you pass on and uh, we're on the spirit side. He said, we look at things much differently there. In in terms of graduation, it's not a a sort of a formal thing. It's sort of like each soul decides for itself when it's, uh, you know, had a number of lives on earth that, okay, I've learned all the lessons that I can possibly learn on earth. I faced all the challenges. I've overcome them all and there's nothing more for me to accomplish on this planet, than you say to yourself, okay, well, I'm graduating from this school. I'm going to go on to another school. So it's different for each person. Some people may do it in uh, 20 lives. Some people may do it in 2,000 lives. So it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's entirely different for everyone, but it's your own choice. No one tells you that you can or cannot graduate.
1: I like something you um, wrote in your book. If you really want to avoid coming back to earth for more lives, you can help yourself through your actions in this life. Although you do not know what your soul has put into your life plan, you can resolve now how to respond in a positive manner to all the events in your life, whatever they may be. If you can live your life with lots of love and compassion and learn to control your negative emotions so that you do not inflict physical or emotional harm to others, you will help your soul progress towards graduation. That, I want that.
0: <laughs> I mean that, that's exactly that's exactly the goal that we should all have uh, but it's sort of easier said than done Tammy uh, For sure. and, uh, you know you and I both I know what a struggle it is to control negative emotions and fully embrace love but that's where we really have to go so you, you look at it this way if you can if you can reach that goal or get very close to it then then you'll get closer to where you will say I can graduate from the planet earth and so that's really where we need to try to try to go in each life um, and, and try to avoid accumulating negative karma.
1: Yes, I think that that's so wise. So some of the things that you did with Albert were visit other planets, other dimensions, other realities. What were some of these places like?
0: But one of the places was a planet called Zeron um, and uh, he, he just wanted to show me uh, and and uh, so I could demonstrate to other people that that you know uh, you know earth isn't the center of the universe it's the only place where there's life there's life all over the universe many many different planets so he took me to a planet called Zeron uh, which uh, where the where the people lived uh, uh, in in cities underneath the surface of the planet and they were they, these creatures were very intelligent very sensitive they looked like reminded me of spiders. so they they weren't humanoid at all. they reminded me of spiders. And so I had a conversation with them and I saw their their operations and basically their role was to monitor all the planets in our universe, uh, or sorry in our galaxy, um, and uh, find out uh, d- determine which ones were ready to harbor life were capable of of, of, uh, of having life uh, sustained on their surface or under the ocean. And, and so they would they would search with their with their uh, with their tools with their uh, uh, telescopes and other instruments and and find these planets and when they found one that was ready to harbor life, they would let the galactic council know, and that they, that they would then arrange for the extraterrestrials that had faster than life of spaceships to transport life from one planet to the new planet so that they could seed life on the new planet. And they said that that's, that's how life originated on earth was that it was seeded from other planets by extraterrestrials, you know, long, long time ago. And they've been, this has been a continual process where they started off with very small microorganisms and then gradually ramped it up with two, two more complex uh, uh, creatures and then eventually to humans. So humans originally were seeded um, from, uh, you know, from other planets uh, by the ETs long time ago. So it was very interesting that th- th- this uh, very intelligent uh, race had been monitoring Earth right from day one. They were there to help us. They're so very friendly, and they really wished us the best, Hope that we could overcome all the obstacles that the human race right now is facing.
1: And, and now you said in your book, Albert said, and I would agree, that we're at a critical juncture. We're at an interesting time in our history on planet Earth. Um, you want to talk a little bit more about that?
0: Yeah, that message basically came to me when I had the meeting with the Council of Wise Ones on the spirit side. And that council is um, a a group of very wise, advanced souls whose job it is to oversee all the incarnations on our planet. And they said to me, you know, uh, we're at a crucial stage. Human civilization is. and, And we have very advanced technology. But our emotional and spiritual intelligence has not kept pace mm-hmm. and that's why we have so much uh, violence on our planet we have wars and we have genocide and terrorist acts and uh, murders and so on and and that's just because uh, there's too many of us that let our negative emotions get out of control but they, they warned me they said because we have weapons of mass destruction um it, that if they were unleashed we could basically destroy all life on our planet including right. all of human life and they said We don't want that to happen. That has happened before in our planet. Some of the other uh, earlier advanced civilizations on our planet, some of which we know of, like Atlantis and Lemuria, they rose up to great heights, had wonderful technology wonderful way of life but they ended up crashing and burning because they let their emotions and their technology get out of control and they say uh, and this has happened many other times that we're not even aware of um and they said to me we really don't want the human race to, to to do the same thing again you're at a crucial point so it's really important for all of us to expand our consciousness embrace love and compassion and try to stifle our negative emotions so we don't end up destroying um all the good things in our planet that we currently enjoy. And so it was very much of a warning. And And they said, we're sending out a lot of messages through a lot of messengers on earth to to spread the message of love and hope and compassion, um, you know, through people who write books, people like yourself, Tammy, who host radio shows and write books and uh, people who speak at public gatherings. And they're really trying to blast this message out to to cause more people to awaken to the problem and try to find a solution. Yeah, uh,
1: something that you're saying um, was first... Uh, spoken to me about, from my spiritual teachers, and they said, when technology outpaces the heart or love, then that's where we get ourselves into a lot of trouble. And for me, I'm definitely more of a heart-based person than a a technology or uh, left-brain person. Um, So I'm grateful to be able to even work with Skype and do this radio show. So would you have some words of wisdom for anybody who really does want to um, help bring planet earth into this new reality and I want to talk a little bit more about what the new earth is what can each of us do to take personal responsibility to lift this world up
0: well it it begins we have to it begins with ourselves first of all we have to sort of get our own house in order And, and to do that we have to really focus on embracing love and compassion you know for ourselves and for other people um, uh, learning to to uh, you know live with forgiveness, forgiving other people who uh, who get in our way, who step on our toes, um, and to really uh, put aside our negative emotions. That's really crucial because we we can't we can't really love uh, everyone if we have hate or anger or fear uh, that that sort of rules our lives. And so we have to sort of stifle that. Understand. That we really have to unconditionally love ourselves and others, and by doing so, we'll expand our consciousness, we'll raise our vibrations, um, and ultimately, if we raise our vibrations high enough, uh, we'll we'll basically physically ascend up to the new Earth, which is our planet in a higher dimension, um, and 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 that's a, that's a wonderful place to be. We can't get there unless we have our vibrations match the higher vibrations of the new Earth, and so we have to you know try to get ourselves there. But we also have an obligation to, uh, to uh, s- spread that message to other people around us, to our family, our neighbors, our friends, our coworkers, have them aware of what the problem is and how to solve it so that we can all sort of work together. And if we can do that, you know, we can all end up eventually raising up to the new earth, but we have to, uh, we have to work at it hard and we have to do it before negative emotions causes, uh, you know, major destruction of our planet through our weapons of mass destruction.
1: Yeah, something I really got, Garnet, is that we, can live either from the victim perspective or an empowered perspective. We can't like have a foot in each world. It's like very uncomfortable. It's not possible to do it for very long. So we really need to choose where we want to be. And, um, I definitely chose to be empowered and that meant I had to really let go of my sad story and quit blaming everybody else for my situation to realize that they were part of my, um, lessons on planet earth, my teachings, what I needed to get, um, So that I could live a life of compassion and greater understanding. And I do believe that when we're ready for it, if we really sincerely ask for support, the right teachers, the right books, the right information, even our um, guardian angels, spirit guides, they, they are, there's so much support for us if we're willing to utter that request. Would you say that, that that is accurate?
0: Absolutely Tammy. yes, we, 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 there are teachers out there we have to be willing to, to to listen to the lessons to to listen to them and try to uh, understand where we should be heading and, and what we need to do to sort of better ourselves and other people on this planet. and our guides and our angels are always sending us messages. but you know Albert says, that if they if they send you messages and you totally ignore them and keep on ignoring them, eventually they sort of uh, they, they they almost give up and say, well, it, it you know this is uh, this is not going to work. Um, I'm going to quit sending messages because nobody is listening to me. So you have to sort of listen to your guides, understand their messages, and try to act on them. And the more you listen and the more you act on their messages, the more you will get. And so sort of, it kind of escalates. And so that's, that's really where uh, where we need to go. And you're obviously in a good position because you have been listening to your guides and your angels and you're, that's why you're so enlightened. And, uh, and it's very heartening for me to, to hear you, you say that because that's, and, and you're a radio host, you're telling your listeners um, about your journey and that really should help a lot of people. And uh, you know, more of us have to sort of get the message out that we really need to listen to the, the guidance we get from our spirit guides and to follow our hearts our hearts are really our, what our souls are asking us to do, which is ultimately to embrace love.
1: It's true. And, uh, you know, for me, definitely pain was the my awakener. I've heard that Zen teachings, pain is a universal great awakener. I don't think it has to be that way, but it tends to be. It's like if our way isn't working, then we finally fall to our knees. Um, but, you know, for the people that aren't suffering, that's awesome. You can skip that part of the story. It, it, it's awesome to be able to just get to that place of love and grace. But no matter anybody's story, whether they've been through hardships or whether it's been relatively easy, we all have that opportunity to um, elevate our consciousness by virtue of wanting it, by asking for it and listening. I think meditation, like you say, Garnet, is really important. Ask the questions you want the answers to. Listen to the wisdom in your, within yourself. And I think that that's, that's how we get this party started.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely, and 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 that's how we we get the party started. And that's how we continue with the party, and ultimately, <laughs> uh, ultimately, we'll if if we can do that, we'll end our incarnations on this planet in a much happier state, having uh, and feel good about what we did. And when we have our life review on the other side, we will look back and say, well, thank God. You know, I started followed that path of light and love, and and thank God I was able to control my negative emotions. And now, um, you know, I can go back if I want to, and 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 try for a, another experience, or I can just uh, you know, in some cases we go we go back to incarnate not because we need to learn anything, but because we go back to help someone else on their journey, help another soul. So there's mm-hmm. that, that's the you know, once you graduate, you can always decide to go back, and I'm going to help somebody in my soul group overcome their challenges that they have been able to overcome so far in all their incarnations
1: mm, come back as a more enlightened soul or um a, of service exactly come back as service i'd love that so another topic I we don't have a lot of time left but I, I i'd be remiss if we didn't touch on this topic is the subject of death and it's so hard to wrap our minds around when we lose somebody that we love or if we're given um you know um that The doctor tells us we don't have much time or if we're given, uh, you know, a, a death sentence through our um, fatal illnesses. Um, but I think it's so hard for us to wrap our mind around because it's not the truest truth. It's like we're just leaving this dimension and then we're going back to our true home. Can you speak to that for a minute or two?
0: Yeah, Albert says it it's just a transition, and a lot of people have said this. It's just like passing through a doorway from one room to another. He says that your actual passing, physical passing, will be painless. You, you won't be distressed. You actually, you know, if you're going to die in a car crash, you actually leave your 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 body before the crash. You won't feel any pain, and your guides will be there to take you over to the spirit side where you'll be met by a welcoming party of your parents, grandparents, siblings, whoever has already passed on. So be, he says it's actually a very ecstatic and wonderful experience, not to be feared, and, and it's just it mer- merely a matter of you leaving this incarnation and going back home, because the spirit side is your true home. That's where we really reside all the time. Uh, in between, uh, you know, incarnations, and, and it's sort of a, it's it's a wonderful experience. He says not to be feared at all.
1: Yeah, it's going to be another adventure. I remember when I was in a lot of pain, and I was saying, "I want to go home. I want to go home. I want to go home." I didn't even know what I was saying, but I think it is the truth. This is not our... Home, I see planet earth as like a working vacation <laughs> or maybe it's just work depending on <laughs> what your incarnation or agreement was. <laughs> yeah.
0: It seemed to us, uh, it seems like that to us here, but when, when we're on the spirit side, uh, because there's no linear time, uh, 80 year life on earth is just like a blink of an eye on the spirit side, according to Albert. So it's a very brief sort of working vacation.
1: Yes. So I'm just so excited to have this conversation with you. And I'm so super excited that I'm going to get you back on another show to talk about your third book. Um, And what was the name of that one?
0: Third book is Dance of Heavenly Bliss.
1: Oh, that sounds good, doesn't it? I want more of that.
0: I I want to bring heaven
1: to earth. And I love how you're doing. You're piercing the veil. You're bringing more light and love in. I think you're uplifting humanity with the work that you're doing. And I'm just enjoying this dance with you so much, Garnet. And how can people get in touch with you? How can they get your book or connect with you?
0: They can connect with me on my website, which is com, or you can Google Dancing on a Stamp. You'll get to my website. Uh, my email address is there, so I, could, I welcome comments and questions. You can download a, a free excerpt uh, from each book, watch a book video, hook up to my social media sites, and there's buy links on my website. So it's all there. That's the best source of information.
1: I love it. I'm so honored to be here with you so honored to have you back and to my listeners and my friends I'm honored that you spent some time with us here today I want to hear from you go to TammyBPhD.com a spelled with an I T-A-M-M-I-B-P-H-D write to me let me know how you're doing what are you thinking connect with me on Facebook I love this dance I love our relationship it's how we get to higher ground so God bless you love from our hearts to yours onward and upward bye for now